Really good Monday night football game last night, in case you missed it. Big game between the Tennessee Titans and the Buffalo Bills. And your Tennessee Titans with 10 unanswered points in the fourth quarter coming from behind to beat the Buffalo Bills in a big Monday night football matchup. Joining us on the phone right now is Mike Keith, voice of the Tennessee Titans. And, well, Mike, you've got to feel pretty good about yourself. I'm guessing the (laughs) team must feel pretty good about themselves with this victory last night. I'd say that's pretty accurate. Uh, we're we're pretty fired up after that victory last night. It was an electric atmosphere. Uh, the crowd stood for the entire game, and it just what was a, a, a crazy sort of scenario to see uh, sixty nine thousand four hundred nineteen people uh, just up the whole night, enjoying everything, and um, the, the weather was perfect. Uh, Buffalo is what we think they are. They are really that good. So the entire scenario was just fantastic. And to win it the way the Titans did by stopping Josh Allen on the quarterback sneak at the two-yard line at the end of the ball game, uh, I mean, it was like a a story written for TV. Monday Night Football is still special. Yes. And particularly special to the teams. You know, to the players, when, when I came into the league, Monday night football was a much bigger deal than Sunday night football. Mm-hmm. And the, the reason was because every other team could watch you play. Mm-hmm. Your friends could watch you play around the league. It was the showcase. And for the players, it's still like that because a lot of teams are traveling on Sunday night. Yeah. So it's a big deal. On TV, they said Buffalo had take quote unquote taken over the town. So not necessarily on Monday night at the game, but there, there's obviously a Bills presence there. That is, am I right? Buffalo has the biggest stadium in the NFL, and I think a very, very passionate following. They do, and they had made it clear. It had been made uh, very clear to us that um, they, had, they had circled this is the trip where every Buffalo hmm. fan was going to come. <laughs> <laughs> of their eight road games, this was going to be the one where they all came. And they did. You know, they showed up in massive numbers. Um, I would say that the Buffalo fans looked a lot like the Pittsburgh fans do when they come here. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, and that's a, you know, that's a big, that's a big thing that you see with Pittsburgh. It, Dallas travels that way too, but this was the most Buffalo fans I had ever seen in our stadium. And, um, you know, that created part of the atmosphere. For what I saw, too, Jr. I, I didn't see a big thing with um, any difficulties in the stands. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure there were, but it looked like everybody was just having a good time. No golf and balls? It, yeah, so great. You know, so good, good for everybody. I mean, that's what it's all about. It is entertainment, right? Uh, that's what I've been told. I thought, and I think, <laughs> I, th- I think you would agree, the Titans won the game, in my opinion, the first half. When, when Buffalo, and I thought Buffalo outplayed the Titans, especially in the first quarter, when, when Buffalo has to settle for three instead of seven, regardless of what side you're on, at that point in time you say, is this going to be a factor later on? And, and I think certainly it was. Yeah, there were three factors in the ball game that I think really came into play. Uh, red zone offense, mm-hmm. and, and Buffalo got into the Titans' red zone five times and only scored mm-hmm. two touchdowns. And, you know, those two early possessions, if they go up 14 to nothing early, 
I don't think the Titans win the ball game. So I think you're 100% right. Uh, I think Buffalo missed a big chance there. The other thing that jumped out to me was each team had an interception. The Buffalo Bills got a field goal after their interception. The Titans got a touchdown after their interception. And the big plays in the ball game were really limited to the Titans' side. They had the 48-yard incredible catch by Julio Jones where he was interfered with and caught the tip ball. That set up a field goal. And then, obviously, Derrick Henry's 76-yard run. Uh, to me, that was that was really a difference in the ball game. Buffalo had great offense, mm-hmm. but they averaged 5-7 a play where the Titans averaged over 7 yards a play. And I think most people would have bet you before the game that number would have been reversed. Yeah, you take a look. I've got the numbers in front of me. When the when the Bills run twenty two more plays than the Titans, that's a little crazy right there. Seventy three to fifty one. They've got more yards. Time of possession was crazy in the first half, and even out a little bit more in the second half. But Buffalo still had what thirty, almost thirty. It's almost thirty three twenty seven time of possession. So again, when Buffalo had their chance, it's funny how football games go. Because if you just saw the first quarter, maybe the first quarter and a half, you'd say, wow. Titans have no chance, but things ebb and flow and turn around in crazy ways sometimes. Well, the the Bills had outgained the Titans one hundred seven to twenty four when it was six to nothing, God. and then Henry broke the seventy six yard run. Right, you know it's it's amazing how one big play can turn things around so dramatically, and these were the things that the Titans needed to be able to do to win the game because. Several of the keys that you said before the game, not you personally, but <laughs> one, um, that, that they didn't come true. <laughs> you know, the, the Titans didn't play perfect. They had too many penalty yards. They had a turnover. They I, There were several things in the ball game that you're like, there's no way you could have won this game. But it's like the fourth downs. The Titans converted a fourth down on a third-quarter drive that went on for a touchdown. The Bills obviously had one fourth down try at the end. It ended the ball game, and they didn't make it. So, you know, at those pivotal moments, the Titans were able to make the plays, and the Bills were not. Yeah, crazy. It comes down to that. Again, the Bills had an interesting decision to make at the end. They went for the win instead of playing for overtime right there. Kind of interesting. I'm not sure. If, I'm not, I don't know if it's right or wrong, but it's an interesting call, and that's why, you know, head coaches make the big money, I guess. Statistically, it is the right call. Mm-hmm. If you if you buy the analytics, it's the right call. I don't know with where the Titans were injury wise yeah. if it was the right call, uh, because if that game goes to overtime, you know the, the Titans are really, really, really low on players, in particular in the secondary. We we lost six guys for the night yeah. during the course of the ball game, and. Uh, our kicker got banged up on the last kickoff. So, I, I mean, we're we're in a scenario right there where we're hurting. And can we go to overtime and win the ball game? You know, it, it's, it's going to be hard to say because they're moving it pretty freely except inside the 20. And, and who knows? I mean, if, if there's five minutes on the clock instead of mere seconds on the clock, mm-hmm. Buffalo yeah. can run their whole offense mm-hmm. and they may score a touchdown. Kind of a scary moment when Taylor Lewan went down last night. And what they wouldn't say on TV, and I know it's tough to say in that situation. I get it. He goes down, 
and he's laying there, and what you don't want to say, but what everyone is thinking is, I hope to God it's not any spinal cord type thing. Right. When he was carted off and gave that thumbs up, you kind of feel like anything else you could kind of deal with, right? But the spinal sure. cord thing is is always kind of out there in an awkward play with huge people putting pressure on each other and that kind of thing. When he gave that thumbs up, I, th- I thought that was so neat in the way the not only the crowd reacted, but where both teams reacted. Talk about him. and They, they, they went on for a long time about talking about what a well-liked guy he is, not just in the Titans camp, but in Nashville overall. Yeah, he's a big deal. He's a celebrity in a town full of celebrities, right? <laughs> um, this is a this is a player who has been here for eight years and who has established himself in the community. And when we saw the replay, when we saw it happen in live action, we thought one of his teammates had run into mm-hmm. him and that he'd sort of been driven into the scrum by a teammate. But when you saw the play, he was at the end of the play yeah. uh, making contact with the Bills player, and his head went down. Yeah, And that terrifies you. Yes. That terrifies you. Because the thing that you're told, and I, I don't think he meant to put his head down, no. but that's the thing that you're told at every level of football is do not be in a position yeah. where your head goes down when you make contact with another player. And so, yeah, I, I mean – the, the question I asked Mike Vrabel on the post game is, I said, I know you don't talk about injuries. I get that. I'm not going to ask you about that. But is he okay? And he's like, yes, he's okay. Mm-hmm. And you're 100% correct, Jr. That's all you care about at that moment. Just like Daryl Taylor in the Sunday night game, Seattle and Pittsburgh. Yes. Is, is Daryl Taylor okay? And when the answer was yes, I mean, there's even talk he may play this week. Mm. So it's like, thank God, you know, because you're just – you're you're so worried about something more serious because these are human beings. He's yeah. a husband. He's a father. He he's a player who matters as a person so much to this community as you reference. And so, very thankful that that Taylor Lewan is okay. All right. When you when the schedule comes out, you look at that schedule. You see Buffalo on a Monday, then Kansas City back to back. Two obviously quality teams, postseason caliber teams. Really good teams, and when you get that first win, when you win, win the first part of that equation, you feel a heck of a lot better. Even though you got a short week to take on the Chiefs on Sunday. Yeah, first thing you say is who hates us? At yeah, exactly. Exactly. Who who really hates us? Someone hates us. No. Doesn't just dislike us. Hates us. No, I'm kidding. Um, it's a it's quite a week for Titans fans. Because you think about the fact you get to see Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes within six days at Nissan Stadium. Wow. Awesome. I mean, and Josh Allen last night was awesome. I mean, that was, as a football fan, that was cool. I've seen Patrick Mahomes play on multiple occasions. It's cool. I, I don't care if you're not for his team, and I'm sure not on Sunday, but Wherever the Chiefs are with injuries, wherever they are with their defense, whatever they've got, they've got Patrick Mahomes. And so, I mean, our challenge is going to be how do we bounce back and get as healthy as we can possibly get in a very short period of time because we're, we're dinged. I mean, we are dinged. I've never seen anything like this. I mean, last night was just a continuation of the season you know, when you're losing guys like that, uh, how you do it, I don't know. So to get that first win, yeah. I mean, it's really big. And, and, and then remember this, 
when we leave this game, we go to Indianapolis for a bigger game. <laughs> our second, you know, our second game with the Colts. We are done with the Colts on October 31st. Hmm. So this stretch is massive for us. The thing about injuries, it seems like it always hits one spot. Like in the Titans' right. case, offensive line and and defensive secondary. It doesn't just spread yeah. itself out where you lose a linebacker, you lose this. No, it always goes to either one position or two positions, and that's what's kind of occurred. Yeah, that's one hundred percent right, and that's what you're de- when you're dealing with injuries in in specific position groups. I mean, you're struggling mightily. I mean, we're down to our fourth corner at one spot. We put Christian Colton on IR. Caleb Farley hurts his knee and is yeah. taken to the locker room. Chris Jackson comes in. He plays. He gets hurt. He comes back in after a tape job. He gets hurt again. He has to be taken off. I mean, what do you do? You know, you just you just have to go with what you have, and, you know, the Titans are, are going to have to find a way to battle forward. That's that's all they can do right now is just try to battle forward against Patrick Mahomes, nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, have a nice day. Thank good you, luck. Mike. Yeah, thank you, Mike. Short week for you. Right, got a, got a ten light ten hours of sleep last night. I'm sure, maybe not. <laughs> not much. Gotcha. Not much. But that's but that's okay. I slept fast. When you win, you sleep fast. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. Look forward to talking to you next Monday morning after the Chiefs game. Thanks, Mike. All right. See you guys.